Welcome back to another episode of Inside Inside Sales. Brought to you by our sponsor, Vanilla Soft, with your host, Daryl Prale. Join us as we interview industry experts in the dramatically growing field of inside sales and sales development. Tune in as Daryl brings you actionable strategies and tactics that can immediately increase your sales and success. So you ready? Hey, Daryl. All right, folks, welcome to another edition of Inside Inside Sales. I'm your host, Daryl Prell. Good to have you back here, guys. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, let me go through the spiel where I tell you what it's all about. This is about real, pragmatic, practical advice for today's sales professional. If you're coming here for strategy, for vision, for you know the next invention that will make you a multimillionaire, you're going to be sadly disappointed. But if you want to come and get real advice from the industry's thought leaders, then sit back, relax, get your favorite beverage, and enjoy yourself. We're going to have fun today. And the reason why we're going to have fun is I'm joined in studio by a longtime guest, host. I know this fellow from when he was wet behind the ears. I had the good luxury of hiring him early on when I was wet behind the ears. Back when my hair was no longer white, but it actually had color. So if you're wondering who it is, this is my wonderful friend, Adrian Salaminovic. Adrian, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. That's it. It's good to be here. I don't remember you having uh, a time when I didn't have hair. white hair. Yeah. Oh, Hasn't been Adrian, that's harsh. That's <laughs> harsh. Oh man, make me hurt. Okay. I want you guys to get to know Adrian, all right? So this is, often with my guests, I'll say, you know, follow him on LinkedIn, follow him on Twitter, and of course, Adrian's no different because I only bring the best. But but Adrian's, he's kind of special because he's not just a guy who talks a good game. He's a guy who actually does it. I mean, I look at you as, you know, your special strength is getting people's attention, creating buzz, creating visibility, getting hype. You've got a few wins in your career. Why don't you do your little spiel on who you are and what you're about so the audience has some context? Yeah, sure. I mean, I've been a life lifelong entrepreneur, right? I've started uh, consulting companies in my early 20s and then went on to build a couple of different companies, worked with a variety of teams, then started an e-commerce company called Canvas Pop, exited that recently. Now I'm an author, so I'm, I'm, I've created a new book. Called you're an PR. author, and yeah. if you're... If you get a chance, check out his book. It's called Free PR. Where can we find the book? Uh, just freeprbook.com. So it's really cryptic. Freeprbook.com. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, and I'm trying to understand. So the book is about how to buy a car? Is that exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly, right? It's yeah. not in the title. So that's the other thing, right? And we're going to talk about that today is uh, people try to make things really fancy and complicated and often the most simple, direct things work, right? Keep it simple. And it's true with the title of my book, Free PR, How to Get Free PR for Your Business. It's co-written by Cameron Harold, a former COO of 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Also, he runs an organization called the COO Alliance. So great guy with a great track record. And I partnered up with him to, to do this book. So hopefully it becomes a bestseller. So if you're sitting here going, well, if Adrian's so good about PR, then why are we talking to him on a sales show? Well, let me tell you, in the end, it's always about trying to connect with your target audience. And free PR is an example of how he does that. Now, you've appeared on a television show or two or a magazine 
or two that we might know. Can you share any of that? Yeah, I mean, tons of press over the years, right? And ranging from Wall Street Journal, New York Times, we've been in on even got one of our products put on the show CSI New York a long time ago. But MSNBC, the big idea with Donnie Deutsch, CNN Money. I mean, I could just go on and on. And although that sounds impressive, it wasn't automatic, right? It was there was a lot of hustle and salesmanship involved to convince the producers of these shows to get on these shows, right? And that's the big thing. You had to sell yourself and your your value prop, whether it's a product or a service. That's right. To get on these shows, to get in front of their audience, and understanding that those people, the producers in this case of the show or the media, Wall Street Journal, the editors, they're getting hit every single day thousands of times a day so you had to stand above the noise exactly and it's exactly parallel to sales well it's a hundred percent parallel to right sales. everything is sales really in life yep. i think almost it is. everything is sales uh but you know you couldn't ask for a more loud and crowded i should say crowded place than media relations where like you said thousands of messages in the inbox how do you stand out and so if you can stand out in the media with these journalists that are getting pounded with messaging all day and all night you can stand out in a VP of sales or a director of sales inbox as well. So the skills are very much a parallel. They're, right. they're the same. You mentioned about you know thousands of emails in the inbox, and that's actually a nice segue to today's topic. So today we're talking about uh, we we jam. We said you know what can we talk about here together that would be really powerful to the audience that uh, inside inside sales speaks to. And you came up with uh, how to open an email and get a response. Every time, of course, every time is always a little bit of hyperbole, a little bit of marketing, but but there's some truth in that. Like you've got some proven tactics and tools that today's sales professionals can utilize in the pursuit of their own pipeline development. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So number one, we talked. There's a few things you want to cover off. We jammed, and you said, Daryl, there's things like structure, like mindset, like what's the hook. That's right. All right. Like what's the content. Yeah. All right. And then and then what do you do after the email? Because the email is just one tactic yeah. so let's start with we want to start with structure let's start with structure and let's even start before all of this what do okay. you do before you even begin your structure i think one of the most important things is obviously social media right and in the case of sales especially b2b linkedin i mean it's an extremely powerful tool right i don't have a ton of i have about 4500 connections on there but there's some of the most influential people in the world, in the right. business world. And that didn't happen overnight. So that's the point is I think great salespeople understand that they themselves are a brand. You're, you, you, yes, you work for a company and you're representing that company, but you yourself are a brand. So it's critical to begin building your audience and beginning to create your connections long before you begin doing sales, right? And not just that, uh, following the right people creates connections, it, it, it attracts other people to, to connect with you and then just doing things like sharing valuable content. So not just going onto LinkedIn and saying, well, I'm gonna use this to, to pitch people and disrupt people. I'm going to go in there and create value, create your own brand first. Great salespeople develop their own brands. So that's the first step, right? And that's a big part too, because if, if I'm getting an email from an unknown brand versus a known brand, I'm more inclined to open up the one from the brand. 100%. Right. 100%. And so, and then when people see that you have common connections, you can slowly start building your way up the ladder. And in a couple of years, you, you know, you'll have thousands of connections and that, that is extremely valuable. LinkedIn is obviously number one place for any, any salesperson. That's right. where we start. So talk to me about like things like subject lines. 
Oh yeah, subject line. So the subject line is the most important thing, right? And the idea with subject lines, whether you're in media relations or sales, is how do you stand out from the inbox, right? And how do you encourage the open rate? And so I've done, what, close to 30,000 pitches over the last 10 years probably. Yeah. And we have a lot of data. And how do we track data? So let's talk about data maybe first. With Go the for it. Subject line. I use a product called Yesware. It allows you to track opens, but lets you also see some data behind who's opening and, and how often, right? So if you don't know what's working, then you can't focus on that, right? So ultimately, the subject lines that have worked well in the media world have been things where you're leading with value. Two, two things, leading with value. So saying, um, thought you might be interested in this, or um, you have something that is a value to them first, right? It could be uh, that you have a white paper, you have a video, you have something that you think is valuable to them. And the really advanced salespeople actually bring something of tremendous value to the person you're emailing. So for example, a lead or something about a competitor, maybe even a, a custom report, right? So you show up to the altar with some value. You want to infer that in the subject line. And a part of that too, if you're wondering, well, how do I know what value that is? To your point, bringing it back, if you're active in the social community, you're gonna see a lot of the issues and the pain points that are being talked about, number one. That's right. You're gonna see what your competition or what the thought leaders in that space are sharing. And you can gauge, you know, some of those will have a few views and some of those will have, you know, a thousand views and a hundred comments. Clearly that's a more hot item than the, than the, the first example I gave. Right. So you can gauge it that way. And then you can also reach out to them, your own audience. You can say, what are your issues? So you get some input. And then, of course, if you go to something like a LinkedIn before you you send that email to them, you can actually qualify them because you understand the company. You can do some research. That's right. So, so you can be intelligent about figuring out what some of their issues are that the subject line can speak to. And that's exact, exactly what you want to do. And also, if you're on their LinkedIn, you can see what they are, themselves are, are talking about. So if you can tie it back to that and say, hey, I read your post on X. Have you seen this solution? Why? And by the way, you can always introduce your value later on. It doesn't have to be a, a one-two punch right? I think the best salespeople understand that it's a combination, right? Yep. You, you go in, you build, you build a relate, you get them to add you, then you send them some value, you send them some more value and they get to know you. And then eventually you can do the ask, right? And the other thing I was going to say works really well is asking people for feedback, for their valuable feedback on something, right? Yeah. In a sincere way, right? Yep. You're not using it as a underhanded sales tactic. Yep. For example, I'm developing an e-course program. I've known you for close to two decades, right? Yes. Uh, we don't want to talk about that, but yeah, it's been almost yes. 20 years. You were four when I met. Yeah, we obviously. were four years old. Yes. And I sincerely want your feedback on the program that I'm developing. And in that process, very organically, you're either going to be in or you're going to be out because you're going right. to see the value or you don't. But either way, it's a win-win because I get valuable feedback, but you get to be sort of part of the process of a product product development. So, and I know if you're in, working in a huge company, you may not be able to use that exact approach, but even if you're in a huge company, you could say, we've got a new product that we're announcing. We think it's perfect for a company like yours. And I'd love to get you a beta access or advanced access to it, or I'd love to get your feedback on what value there is here. And I'm, I don't want to sell you anything. So is that in the body or is that in the subject line in that example? I would say in the subject line. So here's the hack here is uh, I'd love your advice or I'd love your opinion. 
I've used data on this on the media side, right? So using the A/B testing and using the data to back it up. We use the data to back it up, and there's a higher open rate when there's a jack in the box. I call it like a okay. question mark that yep. then pops open the. So they have to open the email to see what the thing that you want their valuable advice is on. Yeah. The second thing that happens is their psychologically is their guard is down because you're very open. I'm not trying to sell you anything. You are exactly the type of client that we value yep. and we want your advice. So I'm your target audience. Right. Right. So you would try to be appeal to me. You would send me an email theoretically if we hadn't met before. That's right. Uh, and that your subject line would be seeking my advice. It would be Which is disarming. It, it and is it intrigues me. And it intrigues you and it also flatters you because and it's gotta be it's gotta be sincere, right? You right. can't you've can't gotta be, be going a, after I want your yeah. advice. Should you pay cash or credit card for my product? Right. Probably not gonna work. Not gonna work. Right. And this is really valuable though. When you're asking for that feedback, not only is it a disarming, it's for some instinctual reason, humans well, the right types help. of humans like to help and like to give well, their feedback. And the other part is candidly is when I see the subject line, I don't you might have been referred to me by a colleague. A, a mutually a mutual colleague, right? So the the body could say, "I was talking to Joe, and he said I should talk." That's even better. But I don't know because all I saw was the subject line saying, "I want your advice" or something to that effect. Right? That's right. So, but the point is, your subject line it's got to offer a little bit of value. It's got to be intriguing. It's got to be disarming. But it's got to have a bit of a hook. Get them to do it. Get them to open it. Total side story. I didn't. We did an email blast this morning. We're driving people to um, a, a big event that we're part of. And we segmented our data. We kind of said, you know, here's our, our list and whatnot. And that gets e email A. Then we said, but everybody who's signed up to listen to a podcast or a webinar that I've been involved in the last calendar year, uh, that's segment B. And they get a different email. Mm. And in the different email, the subject line said, a personal message from Daryl Prell. That open rate was through the roof because I have brand recognition on social media, full circle again. Right. All right. And they have attended my content, so they know who I am. Yep. And the open rate was through the roof. Now, what was interesting was the first email that didn't go to my personal audience. Yeah. So these are just two different subject lines. Yeah. It's it, it, we're doing we're trying to drive them to an event that says you don't want to call a new lead within five minutes. There's an individual in the industry who says you should, and he says if you don't, you're an idiot. So the subject line said, "Are you an idiot when it comes to following up your leads?" Right. And I had this one fellow, and again, huge open rate. It was it was a question, yeah, exactly as you were saying. Yeah. I mean, it was a bit bold because I use the word idiot. Yeah. I had this one fellow come back to me and say, all his response was, are you an idiot when it comes to making subject lines? No, I don't. And of course, I bit. I'm there. And yeah. I responded back and I said, you opened it. Yep. And then he comes back and he tells me, every goes, yes, I opened it. I read the whole thing. I understand the context of what you want. And then he went and told me what I did wrong. And I'm like, You've opened the email, you read the email, you consumed the email. But, you're, but you're, now you're talking about And now that. we're talking. That's great. All right, it so worked. I, I love these guys. It worked. It worked. It worked. All right, so that's that's the kind of the, the subject line, the structure, the whole, the body, you gotta add value. Yeah. You gotta pace yourself, not go for the ask right away. Right, yeah. I mean, two people try to go for the kill in two minutes and that's not gonna, and I hate to use that type of language, but it's that's true. the language we use in it's sales. It's exactly what they do. Is, and that doesn't work, it doesn't work in, in relationships, right? Exactly. <laughs> Husband and wife or whatever it is, doesn't it doesn't work. work. It doesn't work in sales. So so too many people try to go in for the kill right away. Now, a big part for you too, which I love, because this is not, this is a little more soft. And I've done a podcast on this with Carol Mahoney and it was all about mindset. Right. All yeah. right. And yeah. uh, talk to me about this is important to you. Talk to me about mindset. Well, the first mindset is what we talked about earlier. It's a long game. You're, you're trying to create a personal brand. I think if you think of yourself as a personal brand, that you're going to have many, 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 many years in business and you're not just, you know, trying to build a list, 
spam that list and close a sale today. So it's it, not, you don't think of it as a transaction. Right. You're thinking of it as a relationship. As a relationship. Long-term, and big end game. Big end game, decades, right? Yes. So that's the first mindset. The second mindset is empathy, right? And I think, <laughs> right? I and love it. And most people struggle with that. They do because it's me, 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 right? It's yes. like, I want to reach my quota. I want to close the sale. I want to hit my numbers. That's great. You should yep. have that drive internally. But I think the most successful salespeople that I've seen flip the script and think about how to bring value to their client always. And that's how you win the long game. That's truly what I believe. And so whether it's in the email, the individual email that you're sending or the content that you're uh, posting on your LinkedIn, you're, you're giving value at all times and that attracts more people than the people who are just trying to get a quick sale, right? Yep. So, so that's the mindset, it's just empathy. And also if you are constantly, literally putting yourself in the shoes of your target, who are they? How old are they? What's their day like? What are their pain points? And you know that because you're following them on social, uh, social media. media. Then if you can get inside the brain, literally inside the brain, not literally, but figuratively inside yes. the brain yes. of your end target, that's like minority report, yeah. right? Because you can see the world through their eyes and the, the better you are at doing that, and you could call it empathy or you could just call it viewpoint yep. going into their mind, you're going to be very powerful at sales because you, you are them. Right. right. So you're pitching them and you're not pitching it from your perspective. You're pitching it from their own perspective. Yep. And it could be as crazy things like understanding these are the types of people that take the subway in the morning. They get up at 5 a.m. So I'm going to hit them as soon as they walk into the office around 9.30 a.m. Like really understanding how they function. Right. What kind of coffee they drink? What time they get off work? Do they do happy hour? Do they work till nine? So all knowing all these things will help you time the way you email people, the way you speak to them, the tone that you use. I know it sounds a bit crazy, but it's a marketing tactic, right? It totally is. If you understand your market, you're going to excel at pitching them, understand them. So I'll use an example. It's not a sales example, guys, but it's an example because it really hits home what you're talking about, understand the recipient. Yesterday, we had to deliver a, a video of a session where we're, we were doing some content. Yep. And it's pre-recorded, and it's going to be aired simulcast, pretend live, uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah. And the organizer of the event wanted it yesterday, and the event takes place in actually in one week. Okay. We're late. We're late. Happens. Happens. We got recorded yesterday, but we had to edit it all up, which means it wasn't going out today. Right. So put myself in the organizer's mind frame. I sent them an email late yep. in the day. said, I'm really sorry. I'm late. But I know you're stressed and hoping you just get video content from all of the speakers. Because that's, you know, the truth is, you know, they're, they're thinking, if I don't have it by Friday, I'm screwed. Right. So I want you to know that it's coming tomorrow. This is how long it is. Yep. It is done. You're going to get it tomorrow. Yep. But, but I redirect it. And I said, you must be stressed because you're just desperately hoping, which is my excuse for being late. Right. But I'm not, I'm only a little late. Right. And she wrote back saying, oh my gosh, Daryl, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. So it could have been a very hostile interaction yep. because I was in her eyes. Yes. Empathy, became very like, I, I love you. Right. And it was just human Just dynamics. that moment of just understanding where they're coming from. Exactly. Right. And that's in any interaction, but salespeople, we often lack empathy, right? We like do. We're just out there to like push and, our product. And, and on that front, the there was a Keenan made a comment to me. Well, actually, he made it on social, but he's also shared with me, which was uh, he said, when you make these these calls, you make these email outreaches, you know, and they may shut you down and shut you hard. Yeah, your mindset has got to be one. It's got to be like it's okay because you know what? I got something you need. I'm going to help you. If you That's don't right. want it. 
That's cool. That's right. I'll just talk to the next person they'll want and yep. they'll make a change in their life. Yep. It's all mindset. Yep. You have to believe in whatever you you're have selling. to believe in it. So if you're working for a company right now and you're listening to this and you don't believe in that company, go work go for work a company. somebody else you do. Honestly, yeah. I'm just that's the best advice. So believe in what you're doing is it's going to give you that fuel and it's going to give you that authenticity. That's the other part of mindset. It just as salespeople, we not the best salespeople, but the people who are learning to become sales will often hide behind a shield of their brand and tonality and keep things very professional. I'm not saying don't be professional, but I'm saying be authentic. Right. And you can be authentic and still be professional, right? I totally, the whole authentic relational thing, I be I keep hammering and hammering. Anybody who listens to me, I agree with you. Let's segue now. You you use the term hook. Right. As a marketer, I might use the term call to action. Maybe sure. they're the same thing, maybe they're not. They are. Yeah. But this was important to you. Talk to me about the hook. Well, the, the hook is the thing of value that you're kind of holding on to, but you're totally willing to give to somebody, but you want to interact with them, right? So on your end, you've got something of value. Piece of content, how-to, a guide, whatever. Whatever it is, it should be a valuable. So yes. you'll, know it's, you'll know it's valuable depending on how people respond. Yep. So essentially what you're trying to do is just get, get out to these people and people you're hopefully already following on social media, you've already started establishing relationships with, but even if it's cold, when you email them and or message them, because there's not just email, right? DMs work amazingly well yep. on Twitter, depending on who your audience is. So LinkedIn can work incredibly well, although it's getting noisier, right? LinkedIn's getting noisier. You think? Just a little bit? All channels are getting noisier, exactly. right? So you stand out by bringing that value. So the hook, usually in the media world, it'll be a piece of information that we haven't shared with anybody else yet. Right. In your case, it can be video content, it could be a demo, it could be a free demo, ideally, where or maybe even a webinar about an exclusive webinar with an exclusive yes. guest, something of value. And you kind of say to them, this is what we're doing. I'd love to invite you to this conference. You don't have to have a link or uh, necessarily. You could just say, let me know if you're interested. And really, as any salesperson, if you want to break it down, what are we trying to get? A reply. Right? If you want to That's bring it, it down to simplicity. You, you always want the next step. The next step. That's all you want. Even if the guys are, like in the case, yeah. the, your example, the We're person talking. told you this, what kind of subject line is this? You won because they replied and now you're talking to them. And now we're building a relationship. And now you're buddies. And it went Maybe from me buddies. being an ass to me being somebody who actually took time out of his schedule to talk to him. That's right. So the idea is you want to go for positive attention, but you just want to get them to respond. It's all you and, want to do. interact it's with It's always you. the next step. Right. All right, going to go real fast, and then I'm going to give you a little second or two to talk about uh, how we can learn more about you. Sure. All right, you mentioned after the email is equally important. What does that mean? So, I mean, getting that first, like getting that first thing done, is, is just the beginning of that relationship, right? You want to you want to be either you want to be farming that lead, right? right? So that means following up even when you don't have something to sell them, right? The example is a new white paper comes out, some new information, or you see something that makes you think of them. Send as many no-sale emails as possible to that person, yeah. right? Because you're relationship building. You're relationship building. You're like, I thought you might like this. I just found this really good video on LinkedIn. I thought you might like it. It's something that could interest you. I yeah. do that all the time, and yeah. I don't have a hidden agenda. I'm just relationship building, That's right? That's you're doing. Yep. The ass is going to come eventually, and often they'll beat you to the punch, and they'll ask That's you. right. That's the best part. That happens all the time to me because yep. you're bringing value. You're authentic, yep. yeah, and you have a great product, right? Yep. If you don't have a great product... Because they're checking you out. They're like, who's this guy that keeps right. sending me emails? Oh, he does that. I have that problem. Eventually, it's going to happen. And that's that's the best salespeople in the world. They're actually not selling. 
Exactly. They're just the best salespeople don't sell. Just relational. Right. I love it. All right. So, guys, that's kind of like uh, email, PR, value, marketing, all in one fell swoop. I hope you liked it. Uh, Adrian's a rock star. Adrian, what are you doing now? Uh, or how can people interact with you other than connecting on Twitter and LinkedIn? Other than, so usually what I like to do is I like to give people one thing to do, right? And not right. 20 things to do. All right. So just add me on LinkedIn. That's LinkedIn. actually the That's only the thing start. I want people to do. Is find my very long name, Adrian Salmanovic. Daryl will include a link somewhere down here. I will here. totally do it down here. Down yeah, here somewhere. It. If you or somebody at your company is interested in getting free PR, and the reason they want to get free PR is because it helps sales, right? Yep. When your company's in the press and it's freeprbook.com, why don't you gift them the book? Give it to your marketing or salesperson or communications person because when your company's constantly in the media, you as a salesperson, you can share the, those articles. Yes. And let's be honest, who doesn't like inbound? Well, inbound sales are great, but also when you call up a client, they're like, yeah, I actually heard about you guys. I saw you guys in Forbes. It just makes your job easier. So this is a nice, friendly non-passive aggressive way to get your marketing team on the PR bandwagon, get them the book. You're adding value. That's the only call to action. Only one call to action. All right. So with that, that is Adrian Salaminimic. You can check him out on LinkedIn or you can go to freeprbook.com. In the meantime, guys, we hope you had fun here on another episode of Inside, Inside Sales. We'll talk to you soon. CRM was designed for managing relationships. Sales engagement is designed for starting them. Current stats indicate that sales reps only contact new leads about 50% of the time make less than two attempts to contact them, and are only about 35% productive. CRM is the wrong tool to engage sales prospects. VanillaSoft is a sales engagement platform. It allows you to rapidly turn marketing qualified leads into sales qualified leads. According to user reviews, VanillaSoft will increase your pipeline and productivity by three times or more. Blow your quota out of the water. How? by ensuring each new sales lead is engaged within seconds persistently and with the cadence that is optimal for your prospects. Don't let your sales leads fall into a black hole. Take your lead engagement and sales qualification out of your CRM. Try VanillaSoft for free at VanillaSoft.com. You've been listening once again to another episode of Inside, Inside Sales. Hosted by Daryl Prale, the CMO of VanillaSoft. Tune in every other week for actionable ideas to increase your sales productivity. One of the many shows on the ever-growing Funnel Radio Channel. Sponsored by VanillaSoft.